Hey guys, and welcome to the Coffee and Turner Syndrome podcast. My name is Brooke. Pour yourself your favorite cup of coffee, and let's hop into today's episode. Hi guys, happy Monday. Welcome to the next episode of the podcast that is not on a Wednesday. (laughs) If you missed last week's extra episode, I am shifting into as consistently as I can doing multiple episodes of the podcast in a week probably just two probably on Mondays but don't hold me to that um there will be an extra episode on top of the Wednesday episode so this week my extra episode is all about prepping for the new year prepping for 2021 um if (laughs) if you have heard some of my podcast episodes previously. Um, oh man, 2020, you know, it's been a year for all of us. And I am really hoping to just be super intentional about how I'm starting 2021 and how I'm prepping for it. Um, just to get off on the best foot that I can. I don't want this to be in a crazy, chaotic, strict, stressful way. Um, actually, when I share with you what I'm doing this whole week, the week in between Christmas and New Year's, um, to prep for 2021, you will understand that I am trying to be simple and intentional and not stress. Um, it's actually when I think about what would be most beneficial, not an overwhelmingly long list, it's actually really, really fun. (laughs) Um, it gives me a little bit of hope, you know, it gives me something to look forward to. I, I can, dream up everything I can dream up for next year I can you know and the future just in general just making really amazing fun plans and goals for the future and yeah planning to go after those goals (laughs) so this week um I have a lot that I want to get done I do have a list um that I will share in a minute but I want to say, first off, if you have not really kind of looked at what 2020 changed for you, I feel like that's the best place to start. (laughs) Um, That is where I plan on starting, is reviewing this year what I was happy with, what I wasn't happy with, what I wanted to change, what I want to change going on in the future, like keep or throw out, kind of deciding that decluttering my life in a sense, like what things am I going to actually keep trying to keep going and what am I going to let go of, um, what do I want my focus to be, and do I need to change how I'm approaching anything? You know, 2020 has taught all of us, I feel like, a lot of lessons. And so really taking stock of that and looking at all of that to then be able to apply it to 2021 has to be the first step to really know where to start. Um, 
because it it really I feel like helped all of us focus our priorities a little more and really truly see what we wanted what we didn't and what we want going forward so um yeah that's (laughs) that's what I'm thinking about and that's what I want to start with um is just reviewing 2020 and everything that it brought and everything that it taught me and how I want that to change things going forward change how I plan for things, change how I do things, change what I focus on, and not forget all that happened this year and everything it taught me. Um, So that'll come into play in a minute. If you've not done that, that is a good place to start (laughs) when you're looking forward to next year. So this week, a lot of people spend that time resting and reflecting and planning for the new year um, planning goals, you plan resolutions, right? New Year's resolutions has been something I've usually done in some form. Um, I haven't solidly made it a huge thing in a few years, but I always like choose something um, to try to work on at least, even if I don't hit the goal I wanted to hit with it. Um, but the idea of a New Year's resolution is to give you something to work on, to improve yourself in some way, to improve your life in some way in the following year. And so you can choose that in January and start the year off fresh from the beginning, trying to go after that goal. Um, Goal is a better term, I feel like. I feel like it helps you focus it a little more instead of this broad New Year's resolution of, I want to lose weight or I want to get healthy. I want like I want better habits. I want <laughs> all of those vague new year's resolutions that I feel like are more common. Um setting a specific goal can be really helpful. Um so you can call it a resolution, you can call it a goal, you can call it an intention. Either way, you're choosing something to make progress in. You're choosing something to put your time and energy into, to put your focus on. And um, I love doing that. And I think when you approach it really well, you can set yourself up for success. So I'll, I'll talk about what I'm doing to try to set myself up for success. Um, but before I do that, this week... I have three different kind of phases of things I want to do um, that I hope won't be overwhelming, but will really help me get off to a good start for the new year. Um, I don't want lofty, overwhelming goals. I don't want unfair to myself, unrealistic expectations And like I said, I don't want this to be stressful. So the first part of my process for this week in, you know, we'll call it New Year's prep week. My first step is refresh. Just refresh things a little bit. The first thing to refresh would be starting off with a clean house, right? Like making sure I'm not behind on my house chores and starting the week and the new year with a clean house. Um, and then doing through that a small declutter as I'm going through cleaning. Um, you know, anything I see that I can declutter, decluttering it. Doing a small, again, not overwhelming, 
little declutter as I'm cleaning. And then the third part of that refresh is getting rest. I know that probably sounds counterintuitive to this whole episode talking about prep and (laughs) goals and all of that. You don't usually hear rest in New Year's prep or setting goals, but I feel like for me, that really is looking like taking care of myself in that way, Um, making sure I'm getting enough sleep and getting an early head start on a better sleep pattern for the new year. So starting that now as opposed to New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. So that is the last part of that (laughs) is getting the rest that I need, making sure I'm getting rest and getting a head start and getting on a better sleep schedule and getting better rest in general. Um, And then we go into the planning, which is the second phase. Planning is where I have a lot of fun. I am a dreamer. I dream big. It's so much fun for me to make goals and make plans. And I, I love doing that. And I can think of a million different things that I want to work on, that I want to make progress in, or I want to try to accomplish. Um, But for this, I have really two super focused things I want to work on for this week. And that is starting with a review of the year, like I just talked about a few minutes ago. Reviewing 2020, what do I want to change from what I learned and things like that, kind of just looking back and noting that, I don't know if I would write anything down specifically about that, but taking that into consideration before then looking forward um, and kind of letting myself mentally process that a little bit. And then for practical, what I want to like write down is a word or intention for the year um, and then my goals for 2021 a word or intention. I really only did that for the first time this last year. Um, I picked an oil of the year. I don't think I really picked a word of the year. I picked an oil of the year and it was valor. And oh man, was I so not aware of how much I I was going to need that oil for the year. I had no idea how applicable to the year choosing valor as my oil of the year was going to be. But oh man, it was, and you know, Valor was my oil of the year, Um, and it was my best friend. So I want to choose how I'm going to approach the year and what I want to focus on in kind of that little concise way. Um, This can look a million different ways. Like I said, I chose an oil of the year as kind of setting my intention last year. It wasn't a word or anything. It was just an oil of the year. And um, so that can look however you want, but just having kind of some idea of what your focus is going to be for the year, what your mindset is that you want to be, um, it, it can be really helpful than not really having any kind of idea or direction and just kind of not being sure. Um, And then goals, I don't want to set an overwhelming amount of goals for the year. I usually make a laundry list of goals that I want to accomplish for the year. 
Um, either that or I have a big lofty New Year's resolution. And this year I really want to be super intentional with a very specific measurable goal for two or three areas and move forward with those for the beginning of the year. And, you know, a lot of people approach goal setting in the beginning of the year and then that's not something they usually revisit or adjust much. That's just, that's it for the year. And I feel like I want to more specifically with these goals, set ones that I, again, am not going to be overwhelmed by, that are very measurable and specific, that have maybe a timeline on them. And then six months in, do a check-in. Are these, how are these going? Are they, are they accomplished? And so let's set some next goals for the rest of the year. Are they not working? And it's not what I thought and I don't want those to be my goals anymore so what are my goals moving forward or are these still what I'm working on and I still feel good about them and the rest of the year is going to be the time I take to try to finish them you know and actually accomplish it so I want to make goals with that kind of timeline in mind like I'll check in at six months in halfway through the year and go how is this going (laughs) what's happening how are we doing with these is this still where we want them to be? Um, and yeah. So that's how I'm approaching goal setting and making them measurable, making them specific, putting a timeline on them helps me more have a foundation to work from for am I reaching them? Is this actually realistic? And what what types of activities actually will move me towards accomplishing it. When you have a goal that's super actionable, super measurable, you know much more easily what you need to do to make progress towards that goal. To give you an example, a goal of I'm going to lose weight. Okay, well... Technically, that's measurable because you can weigh yourself and see if you lost weight. However, that gives you no foundation for success for knowing what to do to reach that goal. So you're much less likely to make much progress, let alone have motivation to do anything towards it because it's so vague. Um, So it's a good place to start. But then making it more specific, like, okay, well, I'm going to lose this amount of weight better, or I'm going to lose this amount of weight by sticking to this meal plan, by doing meal prep every Sunday, by not having these foods, um, by walking every day, by running every day. That gives you something to track, something you can, you don't have to guess or choose what to do towards your goal every day with that, right? It tells you in the goal what to do to make progress towards it. And that's where I personally want to get better with goal setting because that's such a difference, 
right? That's such a different way of approaching setting a goal and I absolutely love it. So just some thoughts about planning goals and some tips I'm taking into planning my own to try to get better at it. Um, so that's goal planning. Those, those are my plans for this week for that. And then the second part of the planning and the last part of the planning that I want to do is my January calendar. I want to plan anything I need to do in January. So not daily like to-do list type things, but like plan out my content for the podcast and my YouTube channel. Um, Plan content for the Etsy shop, for the Instagram. Um, Plan some goals for January for the Etsy shop if we have things we want to get done with it. If you don't know from my YouTube channel, um, me and my husband have an Etsy shop called Red Hair Prints. Um, We sell 3D printed items and that's been really fun to work on during lockdown. That's been amazing and so much fun. And so we're really looking at ways of growing it and things like that moving forward. So that will be a part of my calendar and planning for that. And if I have anything specific I want to get done or appointments I need to make, stuff like that. But just having my January calendar planned. Not the whole year, not more than one month, just the next month, just that first month. And then I can look at the next month at the end of that month. So those are the two planning things. And then prep. (laughs) So the last phase, prep, is where I put some of those things into action. So after I've done my refresh, after I've done my planning, I want to prepare for all of that planning by pre-filming and recording some things, whatever I can. Um, I want to make a to-do list for maybe the first week of the year, I think. Kind of my my tasks for the first week of the year. Um, and then I want to meal plan as much as I can. We've, we've really been having super simple meals. Um, and I do want to plan for throwing in some really fun things also and some stuff that, you know, isn't as simple, takes some more work. Um, I love trying new things. Um, but I feel like not having to decide what we eat and being able to plan a little more ahead than I typically give myself the ability to, um, I think will be really good. So I want to do a little meal planning too for, I'm not sure how long, whether it's just the first week of January or maybe the whole month of January. I'm not sure. Um, but then from that, do a little bit of prep in whatever way that I can. So that is what I'm looking at. Um, that is how I'm approaching this year. That is what I'm hoping to really accomplish this this week as I'm prepping for the new year. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Um, If you didn't see my Christmas memories video, Merry Christmas. I said it to everybody in that, but if you didn't see it, Merry Christmas. And I also wanted to add a couple of things before I wrap things up. Um, First off, I posted on my YouTube channel a what I got for Christmas video. So if you would like to see 
what I got for Christmas. I did that video last year and I've done it a few times and I got a request to do it again this year. So if you have not already seen that video, you can head over to my YouTube channel, youtubecom slash brooktv and find my what I got for Christmas video for 2020. Um, and then the last thing is the conference. So I know I've talked about it a lot. I am speaking at an online conference next month in two weeks. We have the conference, <laughs> a little bit over two weeks. And I'm really excited for it. Um, tickets go up one last time in price after the 31st. So if you have not yet grabbed your conference ticket and you want to join us for the conference, please check out the link in the show notes and grab your ticket. You can join us um, for the conference. The conference happens January 11th the 14th it is all online um there's an amazing facebook group community that you are able to be a part of and um i'll be in there um and you can see my session i'm talking about finding joy in infertility <laughs> so it's something i'm really passionate about that's super special to me and i would love to have you join us so head to the link in the description and you can grab your ticket. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee and Turner Syndrome. If you would like to support the podcast, I do have listener support set up on Anchor. And if you'd like to leave me a voice message, I would love to hear from you. Don't forget, you can find the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash brooktv. Make sure you're subscribed so you see when the next one comes out. And I will see you guys in the next episode.